Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Did you know? Did I? Budget Blinds is your home for those signature series shades. I do know that we need to all hail our robot shade overlords. Take a bow. Show your respect. Show your respect. You can now get, by the way, your signature series shades from our good friends at Budget Blinds, not only in Lee Summit, but in the city of Overland Park, Kansas. Should you choose, either by choice or not choice, to be in the state of Kansas, you can now go to a second location and get the same customer service from the same bunch of good eggs that have served you so long and so well here in downtown Lee Summit. So what you're saying is our overlords are expanding their empire. It is, but more are hailing. As they should, our robot shade overlords. So look, if you are ready to turn your home into a smart home, go visit our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit, right in the heart of downtown, or somewhere in Overland Park. Somewhere in Overland Park. But you know what you have to do? Tell them Jason Dixon, yeah. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury. And as always, I am joined by a man who isn't just another year older. He's another year wiser. It is Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. Um, there might be some evidence against the wiser part. Yeah, well, look, <laughs> I think we actually had some evidence we demonstrated as we uh, we did spend a little time last week uh, celebrating Mr. Nick Parker's birthday. Um, we had, uh, as I said last week, he made me tacos. And they were, by the way, they were very, very good. <laughs> I, I, look, I'm a, I'm a decent cook. I can handle my own in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Those might be the greatest tacos I've ever made. Those were those were fan- it was a it was a it was a new recipe. We tried something different and new. It was excellent. We had some. We had a good time. We had a good time. We celebrated a birthday in style, and uh, and and that's the thing. See, there's our wisdom, right? We're getting better at celebrating the birthdays in a more effective and pleasing way than we did when we were younger. Because when you're younger, you tend to you might like let's just say there's a lot of overdoing. You go a little too hard, a little too hard, and now we we're, we're we're learning we're learning our boundaries, and we do with that. Link to Lee Summit, as always, is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is Patrick Mahomes II, who apparently is just going to own a, a percentage of virtually everything for you in the Kansas City metropolitan area. He's got he's got a piece of the Royals. He's got a piece of Sporting Kansas City. His wife is a uh, partial owner of the uh, the NWSL women's soccer team. He's uh, co-owner of, I think, up to 30 Whataburger restaurants now that are going to be in the metro and beyond. The man is he's got his uh, his very foot, able football throwing fingers in a lot of in a lot of financial pies here. In and city. if you believe the rumors, he's trying to lure a basketball team. There we go. So if he can do all that, man, I mean, build the statue now is basically what we're saying. As as we go, he already brought a Super Bowl to Kansas City. So what else could we possibly ask of the more 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 more, more Super Bowls and more own more stuff? This sounds good. So Nick, what's going on in the city? Well, first off, I want to start one of our good Anya's. Let's give a good Anya. To the Lee Summit History Museum, the city's cultural arts department, and a, and a few others that helped out. There was a successful community event this week. They had a big ice cream social celebrating Missouri's bicentennial. Happy birthday, Missouri, yesterday. Happy birthday. More than 500 people showed up, Jason, on a super, super hot day for some ice cream. 
Yeah. No, it was excellent. I think that's good. And so good on everyone who helped put that together. Good on the people who showed up. Good on uh, Missouri for surviving to be 200 years old. That's pretty impressive. So. Yay! You Yay! Did it. We did it. Is that the be- is that the best birthday slogan you can give? Congratulations on surviving this long. I'm going to say, look, given that the state has gone through a, a civil war, um, I'm going to say a, a healthy quantity of political dysfunction, especially in recent times. Uh, you know, and and I've made no secret of my um, opinion of the quality of work that the legislature has put out in in the last bunch of years just not sure they're a very good legislature but partisan piece aside um yeah maybe it is a maybe it is the nicest thing we can say right now is a congratulations (laughs) just it's a beautiful state we have one of the finest like parks and natural resources uh things out there in the country it is an excellent piece of work there are many great things most missourians are pretty all right folks uh, you can't go wrong. I got a lot of nice things Exclude to say, me. but we haven't, you know, we didn't fall apart and that's something to be said. There we go. Well, let's put it back to the real reason we're bringing all this up. Hey, good job. History museum. Good job city. This yes. Was, this was a cool, pretty cool event. Good job on you guys. Okay. One other piece of note we got to talk about Jason. We're, we're starting to get that picture of what the school year is going to look like. There's only two weeks left of summer before the school year starts up. School board met last week. There will be masks, at least for the first quarter. Everybody's going to wear a mask in all of the schools when you're indoors. That's going to be a thing. The Board of Education voted unanimously to do that. They also added one other vote. They voted that they're going to come back prior to the start of the second quarter to reassess and reevaluate what the need is going to be and how what, what the protocols are going to be. Absolutely. And so what you're what you're seeing there, and it was an interesting um, meeting to watch. Um, we watched, it was a special session. It was a special session. It was not a, it was not a public hearing in the uh, public testimony will be taken since. It was an open to the public hearing because it, like, it's a subject to the sunshine law and what have you. So there was a, a, a presentation by the superintendent, which we had referred to last week. Um, we saw the we saw the PowerPoint before it went up to the, the the public in the in the thing. There was presentation by the uh, Jackson County Health Department. Uh, two of the top officials there came and gave all of the information. There was a fair bit of questioning about some of the specifics and what have you of the recommendations and the statistics and understanding from our from our school board members. And I, I will say this. We have been critical of the school board in the past um, for the way they do things and some of the things. And I thought that they tried to, generally speaking, sort of raise a lot of the questions that have been raised in the community about the why we have the need for this. What about this fact or that fact or what's up with this about COVID or, or what? Yeah, I, I agree. I kind of caught that, too, as I was watching that there seemed to be a very concerted effort to make sure that somebody said out loud on the record the questions that you're hearing from a lot of residents in the city or seen raised on the social media threads, which we probably should never read because people are mean. But I think I think they made a real effort, Jason, like you like you said, to to make these get these questions on the record and have the officials respond to them so that so that everything was out there. Right, and I and I want to say like, I want to give a special commendation for that because that is a thing that like. I tried to do when I was on the planning commission as a specific thing is okay. So these are the things that the people are have questions and we want to make sure that they are explicitly answered on the record so that when we 
make our decision when we give our vote at the end of the at the end of the process all of the information is there for everybody to see and then and it's not there's nothing like there's no like mystery fact or mystery piece of information that's going to pop up or that may come out later that we that you know cast doubt on the reasons why we made the votes we did so good on the school board for that i'm going to say good on ryan murdoch for managing a somewhat unruly uh, audience he had to have a couple of people escorted out or sent out of the meeting uh, for being disruptive and which i'm going to say bad on those folks for for choosing to uh, scream and yell and be unreasonable in the in the course of that process um Certainly, if you have frustrations with the fact that it's not a public hearing and there's no there was no forum for public comments specifically in that, other than the other ways that the district has reached out on this sort of subject, I can understand your frustration. But you know, disrupting a public meeting may not be the most effective way to get your point across. No, no, and I think I, and I think that's a, that's always a, a good reminder. We talk all the time about being an involved citizen, about getting your voice out there, letting the elected officials know your thoughts, your questions, and so that you can try to impact and, and affect change in whatever way in the community, that's not the healthy way to do it. No, and it and probably is counterproductive, honestly, I would think, in the overall scheme of things. Um, if there are people on the board who can be swayed to your viewpoint, yelling and screaming in a disruptive fashion in the middle of the meeting where they're trying to work through their decision is probably not the way to sway them to your side. Just as a straight, like human nature, persuasive technique, that's just not the way to go. So, and you know, it's a bad light on an already difficult and contentious topic and in a time when everybody is stressed. Nobody's feeling like super relaxed during the pandemic. That's not like the state of affairs. We've all sort of had heightened anxiety for 18 months now or longer. And it's going to continue for a little while longer, especially while Delta is doing its thing. Um, and until we get to the qual- the herd immunity sufficient to, uh, to have these things being taken care of. So it's a heightened thing and it's just not the way to get things done. So good on the school board, good on the superintendent uh, for, for I think packing it with information and facts and, and, and those sorts of things and, and, and getting that thing done. So my, I, I'm a rare applause for the R7 school district and school board for handling their business in a good way. And we're going to continue, Jason, you and I are going to continue to kind of follow up and, and, and check in with the district so we can, we can really help kind of create that picture. I think everybody is, a combination of, especially if you're like my son, a combination of excitement and anxiety about the coming school year, right? This, like, like we all, you know, what we this all is. are ready to send our kids back to school, right. you know, in in whatever the and the kids are is. mostly ready for going back. They're right. like, they want to go, but they've got they've got. I I had a friend who's uh, who lives in Louisiana, and their child's children were going back to school, and their uh, their child's quote was, "I don't know that I've ever been more excited and more scared at the same time." <laughs> right. I think you know we all want. As normal as we can get, we're ready to go back to what we know, right? So I, I but there is there is some anxiousness there. There's there's some nervousness, but I think we're all getting there. So you and I are going to keep checking in with the school district. We're gonna we're gonna help paint that picture. I'm gonna, a little more of what it's gonna be like. I'm gonna program this channel for the next couple of weeks. It may be time to, to for us to go back on the uh, podcast couch and uh, bring in Carrie Gray. Ah, we might have to do that. So now. Carrie. If you're hearing this, and I bet you are, Nick's going to call you. And we're going to talk about the time for you to come in and chat with us. <laughs> there we go. A little, little group therapy one more time. All right. Let's be honest. 
it's not one. It's not the last time. But I think this is good because like now we're going back in. We have so much more knowledge. There's a lot of anxiety. All the kids like your child who was uh, who did the uh, virtual year last year, that reintegration in back into sort of larger social settings has got is is fraught with its own set of issues. And, and, and there's some natural anxieties and healthy, probably some healthy anxieties about that. And, and I think we need to just maybe, maybe like set that table. You take and all talk those things those. and you throw in the one fact that never changes. Teenagers are weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's a good thing we've grown out of being weird as we've gotten older, Nick. Exactly. Jason. <laughs> What else is going on? You got anything? It's quiet right now. Things are peaceful. I think honestly, I think everybody's like holding their breath, waiting for the delta, the delta wave to kind of crest and and come down before everybody exhales and moves forward again. I know we're all we're all waiting. I, I there there is some rumor that we'll have some updates on the uh, Market Plaza development over on Green Street for the new home of the Farmers Market and and other developments that are happening there. So we're we're going to keep following up with that. Hope that's coming up and. We're waiting for good news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hey, you know what? We're only a couple months away from silly season. That's true. <laughs> it's the, that's it's, true. It's uh, it's twenty. It'll be twenty twenty two. So we'll have some. Uh, we'll have the mayoral and the city council and more school board races on the docket, plus whatever other like local stuff or you know bond issues and whatnot that come forth as well. So we we it's coming. It's just thankfully, I'm glad that we do not have those announcements this week. It's August, like eight months away from the election. We don't need those announcements yet. So, guys, hold off for just a couple more months, and then we can start to have silly season again. There we go. That's going to wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.